and you're very welcome to this, the first episode of the Public Eye podcast, a six-part series of podcasts brought to you by Granite Exchange. My name is Sarah Travers. I'll be your host for the podcast series. And throughout this series, I'll be speaking with local entrepreneurs and business owners to learn more about how these companies have come to fruition, gaining insight into their growth and how they continue to innovate and continue to grow. So wherever you get your podcasts from, remember to keep an eye out for new episodes over the next six weeks and subscribe to stay up to date. Well, my first guest today, I am joined by Caroline Willis, Financial Director of Shelburne Motors. Caroline, welcome to the podcast. Now, before we begin, I'm going to just give a little bit of background and what a background we have for our first guest today. Shelburne Motors was founded in 1973 as a filling station takeover. Owner Fred Ward, Caroline's father, had a vision and that vision was to work hard and instill excellent customer care within all aspects of his business. Looking on over four decades, Shelburne Motors is now recognised as one of the most progressive and growing car dealer groups in Northern Ireland. With a workforce of over 130 and representing top global brands such as Toyota, Renault, Dacia and Nissan and Kia, as well as a hugely successful used car supermarket, rental division, body repair shop and associated service and a fleet for you contract hire company, basically using that same level of customer care that Fred provided back in the 70s, Shelburne Motors operated by siblings Caroline, and her brothers Richard and Paul. Whilst continually striving for expansion, Shelburne Motors remains a family-run company with the emphasis on maintaining excellent customer service. Customers, whether they are old or new, all receive the same friendly, personal, one-to-one service. And it's through this ongoing commitment to customer service that the company aims to improve on the already strong and loyal customer base. Now, in October 2019, Shelburne Motors officially opened their multi-franchise site based in Newry and what a site it is. So Caroline, it's been quite a journey from when your dad started up in 1973, but tell us a little bit. You basically grew up on on the premises, so to speak. You were surrounded by cars and garages. On a continual basis, yes. Uh, Our house was beside the filling station and uh, our playground was Shelburne Motors effectively. Uh, so when we came home from school, homework's done, we were down at the filling station. We had weekend jobs at the filling station, we had weekend jobs in the garage and, and it just continued from, from then. Uh, we were really fortunate to, to be instilled with a, a really hard uh, work ethic. And uh, unfortunately, my children are instilled with that as well, uh, much to their annoyance. But uh, yes, it was a, it was a great um, youth growing up with it and uh, we have progressed massively now from that filling station onwards and it, and it has taken us a number of years because obviously that was back in 1973 uh, and bit by bit we have increased the business and the level of customer service I suppose returning customers has assisted with that greatly as well. Uh, we're always treated uh, our customers the way we would like to be treated ourselves and that's our ethos. But you were always going to go into the business, were you? Because I know you were maybe used for cheap labour yeah, <laughs> back in the day, while. but did you always think this is where I'm going to be? 
I think for my two brothers, it was destined to happen for them. They were always had that direction that they were definitely going to go into the business. For me, it took me a little bit longer. Uh, so when I was 18, I had come back um, from college and had spent a, a, a while in the business answering phones. And it was as if something had just clicked and went, this is actually for me. So I didn't go back and went on and, and just progressed through Shelburne. So what had you been studying at college at that point? I had gone on to do art and really probably I'm better off where I am today. Yeah. So for sure. Um, and what happened then? So you're answering the phones, but, uh, you know, things have really progressed from there. Oh, yeah. I'd gone on through accounts um, and after a number of years uh, in accounts, I went in to do service manager. I then went on to do body shop and then back into accounts in HR and uh, after sales, of course, was because it's, I loved it. It was a lovely place to be. And it was, you saw the sales guy sold the first car. We kept the customer coming back because that level of service, when you go back and it's, you meet the same faces, there's not that high staff turnaround. It's the same people going back year in, year out. Uh, so when they come back in for the service, they had that nice chat with the sales guy again. And, and it was, it was family. And it's not just about the sale for you, is it? I mean, customer service is about actually getting excited because you think you have just the thing, the perfect fit for the customer. Yeah, it's making sure that it's right for the customer. It's making sure that when they drive out, they feel it was the right choice for them and there was no pressure. It should be an easy transaction for the customer at all times. And what about your mum and dad? You talked about your, your brothers. There was a natural progression. They became mechanics and, and they were going into the business. Did they want you to go into the business as their daughter? Yeah, they wanted all of us in the business. I think that was my father's dream to have us all in it. And the fact that we actually all do get along as well, it makes it easier as well. Uh, but we all have the same drive and passion of to succeed um, in everything that we do. And, and we're always hungry for the next thing to to come up and look at it and how can we design this business and what next can we do, whether it be body shop or rental or fleet or, you know, when you're a, it's, you know, once you get one thing, you go, right, what can we do next? You know, so, and we still have that passion to do that today. And you absolutely love what you do. I mean, even thinking about your dad as well, you were telling me there he was a Circuit of Ireland rally driver back in the day and he and your mum still Take part in rallies. They still go on the senior circuit, so they do. It's brilliant. I absolutely love it. And they meet all the old faces that they, they knew years ago. Who so your mum's into the rallying too? She's into the rallying too. Wow. It was part of the course. You just had to be in cars. So they sound like brilliant parents to have had, you know, full of enthusiasm, taking risks, you know, and that's really important too when it comes to running a business. You have to be able to take risks. You do. Um, and my parents have great signing boards. Uh, if we come up with a, a new idea or a new project, you know, even when we talked about in early days for Nuri, uh, our father was the person that we went to to say, what do you think? Th these are the plans. Have a look at the plans, you know, look at the business plan. And yeah, he was, if you think it's going to work, you know, do it. So he's taken a bit of a backseat of late. When, when did that happen? That it, Because it's difficult, isn't it, in a family business and the next generation is taking over and you don't want to let go, but you know, you have to at some point. So how has that transition been? Well, he was a very brave person to do that. Uh, there's lots of businesses out there that the second generation do get a chance because the first generation holds on to it really tight. Um, he stepped back maybe 15 odd years ago. Uh, he's still very much in the business. I mean, he's, he's, he drives all over the country for us and he, you know, anything that we need doing, he's the first person with his hand up to go, I'll do that. 
Uh, so he still takes an active part within the general business. Uh, but yes, we were really fortunate that he was brave enough to, to give us the mantle and let us uh, carry on with his his idea, I suppose. Now, the, the business itself has, has grown and grown from, well, I don't know, who was the first employee apart from the family? Um, and how many have you got now? I can't recall the first employee, but as we have uh, roughly about 150 now. 150 staff so and we've seen the increase of that with Nuri and with business I mean if it progresses the way that we're hoping that it does progress we can only just build on that Uh, we have a lot more ideas you know to come and I think we've got a lot more staff to employ. Um, A massive amount of money was spent on the new site in Nuri and I haven't visited myself but I've been hearing fantastic things about it. It happened just before lockdown, um, well, October October, 2019. So um, how has that been for you? It's been uh, tricky uh, like any other business but uh, we were very fortunate that just before lockdown, uh, the start of the year, we actually... Uh, invested heavily in our website and we actually had a fully transactional uh, process on our website that you can go in, select your used car, uh, you can purchase a used car, you can finance your used car and then select either have it left to your door or we can actually then facilitate it on site with the normal uh, PPE and the, the safety measures that we would, we would take place. Uh, so with that, during lockdown we actually had uh, well, quite a few online sales that occurred so they did. Um, but for a new business, uh, we were very, very fortunate that when business did come back uh, at the beginning of June, that we had a great rebound. And we have to thank all of our, our customers uh, who have actually came onto our site or visited our websites and actually purchased online for that because we've seen a, a, a tremendous upsurge in our business that we have. So we're really, really pleased. And it's allowed us to bring all of our staff back. So we have no staff left on furlough. All of our staff are all back. It's it's quite incredible when you think, you know, so many people were, I suppose, locked down and not able to go very far. Um, you, you must have had your, you know, your doubts as to whether things would pick up again. But it seemed to be that one of the first things people thought about was, let's get a new car. Well, we always said, we're not going to go back to walking. So we knew that it would come back eventually. Uh, and I suppose we were, we were very lucky that it come back so quickly. Over lockdown, we were very conscious about our teams being out uh, and at home, it's very difficult coming from that work environment to be at home and not sure what was going on. So we worked very uh, hard with our HR team and our uh, marketing team and we sent newsletters out to our, our, all of our teams on a weekly basis from, from the directors, from Richard Paul and myself. Uh, this is what was happening. This is our expectations um, and how we were progressing online sales and what departments were coming back and when they were coming back. So you had that relationship the whole way through and then people were not left in the dark or not wondering if they didn't have a job or we tried to keep that communication going at all times with them. And I suppose the changes that have taken place in both the way cars are manufactured and made now and, you know, talking about driverless cars around the corner, whether that's true or, or not, um, the way that you sell cars, the, the customer knowledge is so much greater. It's totally transformed from your dad's day. Oh, for sure. We find that um, a lot of the customers now do the research online. So, as we talked about earlier, 
the normal customer years ago would have been visiting the site maybe 2.63 times for every purchase that they made. And now it's down to maybe 0.6 times. So they do a lot of research online. So it's very important to have your website updated, have your stock updated, making sure you have your attention grabbers, making sure that you, you have everything that the car has in it, the new technology, and, and state those facts and make sure that the customer can see visually what it is. Uh, we also do a See It Now video, so our car. So when you go online um, and inquire about a car, one of our sales guys will be in touch. They will then do a personal video and send that to you. So you don't so actually have to have much contact at all. No. But no. you still are keeping that relationship. And you have that personalization with that salesperson. So I'd be, you know, I'm Caroline and this is your vehicle. I walk around the car, I'd show you the vehicle, I'd open the doors, I'll show you the interior, I'll tell you the, all the points that it actually has, the, the benefits of actually owning this car. And then you'd be sent that. Uh, so you, you don't go on the test drive with the customer anymore? If the customer comes in, we will do, we will test drive behind them. So we will, uh, we, we talked to our insurance company. We were able to have uh, Solus test drives carried out, but we will drive behind them. So if they're unsure of where to go, they can stop the car, they can pull in, they can ask a question or, so that's what we try to do. So to try and make sure we have our, our correct measures in place. And, you know, the technological advances too in car manufacturing are incredible. I mean, the offering is, is is so fantastic now when you are, I'm actually looking for a new car myself at the minute. And I'd been very interested in, in an electric car. Um, so, you know, the customer, really, I've been doing an awful lot of research. Have we enough charge points? All of those things. But there's so much knowledge that you need to have about what the car can do. Exactly. And electric is the way forward. We've got, you've got plug-in, you've got... Uh, hybrid, you have your uh, fully electrical vehicle, it's even going into commercial vehicles now as well. Uh, and we can see a rise in electric vehicles on a continual basis. Uh, we, I think 10% of the registrations in 2020 so far were electric. So this is an advancement. It's, you know, diesel is now being done away with. It will, it will cease to exist and petrol will at some point go as well and we will be back into hybrid vehicles and we will be back into electric vehicles. But you also have a hugely successful used car supermarket too, so people are still buying. They're not buying new all the time. No, they're not. Uh, but the, the used car supermarket, the level of, of vehicles that are on this, uh, we provide a 12-month warranty with every vehicle that goes out and they're, they're up to the, the highest level of standards. So how would you describe your new site in Uri, I mean, it was something that the family really wanted to do was to come home. It's amazing. The site is amazing. Uh, we were so fortunate to get that site that when we stood on the field, the green field, and actually had a vision of what we thought it was going to be, it's exactly what the vision is. Uh, so we're really chuffed with the, the builder, we're, and it was a local builder, Hermer Govern, that we selected uh, to build the premises for us as well. Uh, so happy with the architect and, and he took our vision and actually made that a reality as well. The location right at the motorway, one of the busiest roads, you know, around. And so the, the presence that we have is, is superb. Uh, but just to, to have one site with a drive-in uh, service bay, um, escalators within it, a very open plan showroom. It's, it's fresh. It's, it's so lovely to be in a lovely, lovely environment to work in as well. This podcast is sponsored by Granite Exchange. Do you need an office or a meeting room space? Granite Exchange is the ultimate serviced office and meeting room facility. Located in the heart of Newry City, it is perfectly placed between Belfast and Dublin. 
Each office suite is fully furnished and comes with an all-inclusive monthly fee with no long-term contract. All you have to do is show up and switch on. The rest is taken care of. For more information, call 028 3044 2500 or visit www.granite-exchange.com. Caroline, tell me about the other sides to the business too, the rental division. How's that going? So we created a rental a number of years ago and for us, it was a difficult thing because we're very personal about our cars and how they're returned. And, and, but we, we took another risk and we opened a, a rental division and that has gone from strength to strength. Uh, and we have about 180 vehicles on rental at any one time and that goes from commercials down to small vehicles and uh, we would do a lot of work uh, with the tourism. Uh, a lot of people coming in from Dublin and we would be able to pick them up and, and get them into a vehicle. So, and that has seen, um, you know, a huge part of the business uh, grow for the last few years. Now we're in the situation we are, that has dipped off a little bit. Yeah, the, the visitors maybe aren't as... Exactly, as exactly. But we still have that rental, people moving houses, people just need, and especially now with people actually uh, using Amazon a lot, there's a lot more delivery drivers, so a lot of, a lot of people are actually looking for van rentals. Ah, and so you so, do that too? Oh yes, absolutely. So there's a lot more to rental than just meets the eye. Uh, even there's working. like a long-term rental as well. Is there's there? long-term rental ah. as well. So that can go for so long, but then that's where your fleet company comes in as well. Gotcha. And then you've got your contract hire. So for new companies opening up, we can say, listen, why don't you rent a car for three months? If you're starting a new employee, make sure six months, make sure that you're actually okay with that employee and, and everything works out then, then you can go on to buy. So ah. don't buy, you don't need to buy straight away. You can maybe rent it and then see whether the risk that you took to actually increase your employees works and then you're not committed to a contract hire for three years. Uh, but if you then want to come back car, then our fleet company steps in and then we can provide not just the brands that we have, but any brand. It, it doesn't matter what that brand is. If, we can able, or if we're able to do the business, then we, we will uh, source it for you. And how popular is the, is the fleet side of the business? It's really popular. A lot of businesses are, are using us now. And that's something that we've been growing in the background. So it is. Uh, so we will sell the vehicle and we will then have the vehicle come back in just for servicing. We'll maintain the vehicle. We'll look after it. We cr then create a relationship with that that company. So for any company vehicles, with if they increase their, their company size, then they'll come to us and we'll provide the vehicles for them. You're constantly evolving. Is there anything else in the pipeline or any goal that you haven't achieved yet that you is a bit of a, a dream? I think there's a lot more to be had for Shelburne. Uh, I think at the minute we're just going to stabilise where we have. We're going to see how the climate works over the, for the next year and then we'll we'll look at something else for sure. And it was important to for you to come back, I said, come home to Newry because that's where you're from. Yeah, we've been, I suppose, for a long time trying to get a, a location and a, the franchises that worked and it was timing. We'd looked at different things over the years and it just didn't work out and... And then when this opportunity came up, we had to take it. We absolutely had to take it. And there is no looking back. It was one of the best decisions we ever made. Now, you've still got the other premises, the original premises. We what do. are you planning for that? Well, the original premises that we have, we have a Renault, we have Nissan, we have Dacia, we have a used car supermarket, we have Toyota, we have a body shop on it. We have uh, a rental department on it and we have alloy wheel repairs on it. So there's quite a bit going on on that side currently. So there is. Um, at the minute... Yes, it'd be lovely to to do a lot, but at the minute we'll 
we'll stick with what we have. Stick with, and, and also you're talking about the next generation coming through. So we have a third generation uh, possibly coming into the business. Tell us more about that. Well, we have a third generation in it. My uh, brother Richard, his son Jack, is in Renault Sales at the minute. Uh, so yes, they, they've, well, he has learned the hard way as well. He's gone through some of the departments. He's gone through the parts department. He's gone through the valet department. He's, and, and now he's moved into the sales department and he's doing exceptionally well. So my children are still a bit young. My daughter's coming 17. Uh, my my uh, two boys are 14 and 11. And Paul's children are coming 17 and, and 14 as well. So there's a wee bit to go for them. But uh, certainly I'd, for us, we would love to see them in it. Would, would be... you love? Because sometimes you talk to parents and they think, no, do you know what? I think I think they need to go and do something else. But this is, Shelburne Motors is just a joy for you. It's not just work at all, is it? It's it's, it's, it's not work, it's a life. Part of you. For us, it's a lifestyle. It's, it's something that we've chosen to do and it's something that we really enjoy on a daily basis. And we, I think if you don't love what you do, you don't have the passion. And I would say we still have plenty of passion. I often say it's that, why do you get out of bed in the morning and why should anybody care? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Uh, you know, and that's what I'll say to, to my teams as well. You have to love what you do. You know, coming into work in the morning, it has to be the right place. It has to be right for you. And you have to make something. You have to work at, at everything, really. What's been the biggest challenge for you? I don't know whether that's been a personal or professional or perhaps juggling both at times. But what would you say has been the biggest challenge? over the years? Um, I suppose it's how we manage our growth. Uh, it's it's tricky to get it right uh, because, you know, we have come up through management um, and we've, I suppose now we're trying to teach others how to manage as well. And it's getting the, those people to see our drive and passion and, and, and trying to get them to be that that same person. It's And that that's a difficulty. Now we have a superb team, really, really superb team. And even the, the new team that we have in Uri have excelled, so they have. Um, there's challenges on a daily basis. Uh, massive challenges? There aren't really any massive challenges. Yeah, and the risks are definitely worth taking. But whenever it comes to employing people, who do you look for? Do you look for certain skills? Do you look for experience or do you look for the type of person? It's a lot to do with the type of person. Uh, you have to have that fire in your belly, especially for sales. Uh, you, you need to know, um, you need to have the gift of the gap, you know, and, and be able to sell. And I think if you're, if you have that natural ability, you'll be a natural salesperson. You won't have to force it at all. And, you know, we see people from, from all over and, and some people come with experience and some people don't. And both are as good as each other. And for anybody listening to this who might be interested in, in buying a new car, what should somebody be looking for and, and checking out when they're thinking, I don't know what the, the next new car is going to be for me. It depends what you're looking for. You could have somebody, a, a family looking for a new car, which is, you know, different to that, that, that single driver or couple. Uh, it really depends. Even for commercial, go online, see what's out there, look at the web experience, you know, use your online chat methods that, that, that are provided online. Uh, again, do your homework. Most people already have the car in mind they've already picked it they've already looked at the website uh, maybe had two or three cars at one point and comparing one against the other comparing mileage comparing prices comparing interior comparing color and they will already have done all that homework so when they actually come to our dealership what they're looking for is that reaffirmation of what they already know 
so if we're, our sales team are doing that job, then we, we will get the sale. What does a good day at work look like for you? Uh, happy customers and happy staff. That's a good day at work. Uh, but it's, it's even looking and, and seeing how many cars that we've sold, how many hours we've sold, making sure that, that we're on target and you know, uh, even just sitting with the nitty gritty with, with our managers talking about you know, where they're going to forecast, how they're going to finish, how they're going to get there and being able to give them ideas or look at certain areas and, and look at problem areas and then provide solutions with them so that they can go back and actually get that department changing and turning and, and yet most days are good days. And what sort of leader would you say you were? What if you would, if you would like to be remembered in a, in a certain way? Ooh. What obviously we're not at that stage yet, but what would your legacy be? I think fair. Um, I think if you come in and, and you work hard at what you do, I think fairness. You know, it's. Um, I think yeah, fair. The purpose of this podcast is to inspire existing business owners and those ambitious entrepreneurs out there to grow their business by offering insight into the success of local Newry companies like your own, or definitely now you've come back home. What advice would you give to anyone out there listening that perhaps maybe has a business idea like your dad had back in the day, um, but they're unsure whether it would work or unsure whether to take the risk or not? What would you say to them? Research. Do your research, look at your marketplace, look at your product. Is there a place for it? And if you feel that there is, do your pl business plan up. Be very prudent with your business plan and, uh, and take the risk. Well, thank you, Caroline, for joining me today. It's been an absolute pleasure uh, to meet you and continued success for Shelburne Motors. So you can join me on the next episode uh, when I'll be talking to Jonathan McKeown from JMK Solicitors. Have a great day. This podcast was recorded in Granite Podcast Studio.